This is Scotty B, and you're listening to the Heroes of Cosplay Sanctuary. Before we get into today's special guest episode, I wanted to tell you about a big project coming out at the end of 2022 to celebrate the work of Marvel's Uncanny X-Men writer, Chris Claremont. To find out more about the not-for-profit Inferno Saga teaser video project and how you can support the release, those involved, and future projects for the show, click on the links in the description or visit us at www.heroesofcosplaysanctuary.com. Welcome to the Heroes of Cosplay Sanctuary. This is your host, Scotty Where would cosplay be without makers and their ability to recreate many of the props and armor that we see with so many of the characters in this space? They bring our fandoms to life from gaming to full suites made of, from scratch, and there's not much that my next guest cannot make. Creating some of the most amazing custom foam pieces that I've seen, and always a pleasure to work with, having made many of my cosplay pieces and just countless others for cosplayers and gamers everywhere. Please welcome Geeky Host creator Jess Hamlet to the show. Thanks, Scott. <laughs> it's great to be here. It is really good to talk to you, and um, thank you so much for taking the time to come on the show here to talk about Inferno and some of the other amazing things that you do. Um, I would be, um, it would just be wonderful if you would be able to tell me about the origins for Geeky Those and how it got to where it is today, just how you got started, and maybe even some of your plans coming up. Yeah, of course. Um, first of all, thank you so much for having me. You've been a blast to work with, and it's nice to be able to actually sit and talk to you instead of just shoot emails back and forth. So this is really <laughs> nice. It's a treat for me. Um, Geek Ethos. I started uh, probably where half of all the cosplayers start with Wonder Woman. Um, <laughs> I wanted to make a Wonder Woman costume that was a little more vintage and a little different, and I was having a hard time finding bracers and just quick YouTube video. And I was like, oh, I can do that. And it was kind of just a rabbit hole from there. We found patterns and started really diving into EVA foam. Um, my favorite part about, about what I do is, is taking an idea and making it your own and being original with it. So like my friends and I all got together and we made um, battle princesses. So like we, we created Disney princesses and, and put a spin where they were all in armor. So um, just stuff like that, where we've just like, that's what um, the things up here in the boxes are like, I was uh -huh. Belle and my wife was Ariel. So um, we've just, we had a blast with that. And then it just kind of fell from there. Um, I play D and D. And so uh, in some of the other groups, they were talking about dice towers and I was like, I can make a dice tower. So um, it's really just my own brain being like, well, I can try to make that <laughs> Even though sometimes I can't, but it's amazing uh, what you can learn off YouTube, for sure. Yes, that's um, where a lot of us start. And um, really, uh, I found you almost by chance. I was kind of looking through Etsy for some pieces for Dr. Fate, and that can be kind of hard to come across. But I found sure. some gauntlets, and I'm like, oh, those look really cool. Like, I bet that would work. You could kind of just mix that into sort of the, the Egyptian kind of sleek look that Dr. Fate has. So I reached out, and... Um, you you put together a whole a whole suit for me um, from from a gauntlet, which um, is just amazing. Um, and with a very um, honestly very very little to um, you know, it, you just you took the references and just went to town. And and the pieces are just fantastic. I uh, 
couldn't be more pleased with with all of the things that you've done. Well, that's so great to hear. Um, I am. Um, I, I have played D and D in the past, but not the uh, not Dice Towers. I guess is that this is that part of or is that something? Completely no, it's different? just I, it's, it's just you being extra. No, That's you're good. <laughs> and honestly, like half the time we don't play with them. We use them more for like when my in-laws come over and we play Catan and they just get dice everywhere. So they're great oh. for honestly, like kids and people who aren't paying very good attention or, and then they just keep the dice wrangled. So that's what we use them for. Um, I've had a few people that have bought them because I've shamelessly poached off of other stuff, like the castle gray skulls, which are probably my favorite that Those I make. Um, thank you. They're my favorite. I, I'm making them right now, but they start out with as just like Pringles cans, oh, um, cool. and then little things, and then we'll glue them together. And I sculpt off of that, and then they kind of grow from there. I wish I had one to show you, but some I've been trying to make those, but some people just use them and and as decorations too, if they don't want to play with and, the dice kind of thing. Well, and I like that um, you can you can re or you can take what you have and make it into something really fantastic. You know, it's not like you're, it's not like you're, um, you know, uh, over a belt sander and you're welding pieces together and things right. like that. Like this is, um, it's foam, it's, um, it's fun, it's practical in many, many respects. And you do such a great job, like just a mad, like it just translates so well um, from, from what you're seeing to, to what you, you end up creating. I just think that's, um, really I guess for me because I'm just so terrible <laughs> with, with that part of it <laughs> to see people who just do that it's um uh, it's like looking at you know somebody who can play the piano very well or, or someone who learns many languages it's just like how do you do that and they're like well my friends the same way she does um she sews and she's amazing at it and she's been trying to teach me and it's like my brain is like no I can't do that and she's the opposite with foam like she can't do anything with it either it's like you have a medium that you can do and you don't need to pivot out of your lane at all <laughs> so we're like a package deal um I saw I guess a whiteboard on your on your Instagram for Percy Jackson mm -hmm. and um there, there were a large number of props or I think um maybe 30 plus shields which yep. just seems like a lot of shield. That's a lot of props. Um, would you would you be able to tell me a little bit more about what you were making for? The yeah, of course. Um, we have a, a local theater. It's called Springfield Little Theater. Um, and we are involved in them. Uh, my spouse has been in some plays and, and I've done a couple of items for them. But uh, one of our good friends was directing uh, Percy Jackson and the Lightning Thief and asked us if we would help with props. And we ended up taking on all the props and uh, making that. She kind of liked our style with it. Um, but we ended up making almost 35 shields and 40 swords and daggers. That's a lot. And yeah, it was, <laughs> it was a lot. Um, but I was, I was going to show you this thing. So this is one of the shields I made, but all of the cast and crew signed it, which was really cool. It was oh, really that's special. So much fun. Yeah. I, so I, yeah. Having, having those kind of unique takeaways from yeah. shows is just so great. Um, we, um, at one point they, they did t-shirts, um, when I was in theater a few years ago, um, I was in theater for like 10 years or so, Yeah. but they used to do t-shirts and everybody in the cast would sign them and then they put them on the wall and like the, in the practice rooms and stuff. So That's awesome. as, as time went on, there'd be like, you know, 20 of them and all these different names. You're like, Oh, look, there I am. That's um, really cool. But yeah, I just, uh, I love to see that. It's so great to, to get back to the community like that. And, For sure. Um, I'm sure that they appreciate it as well. I think they were, they were really sweet about it. Um, that was definitely, um, a different medium than they'd used in the past. So I think they were all like, it's so light. Like I ended up 
it's funny with the swords because I've I've made a couple swords. They're not usually my go-to move, but um, I make them with like wooden dowels as the core, and then I smash oh. it with the foam. That way, it's and they're they're usually pretty thin wooden dowels. That way, because I'm always thinking, how can I make this lighter? How can I make this lighter for for when you're going to cons or when you're going to even Halloween? Like you want it to be as comfortable as you can. Um, but they were kind of the opposite. They were like, hey, we need you to bulk this up. It needs a little weight to it because they were actually using them to to battle with. So I ended up putting uh, metal conduit in the middle of it, uh, smash like hitting it with a hammer, smashing it flat. Uh, my friend wow. was like, um, according to Clue, you have given these children weapons because they were metal <laughs> pipes. And that just made me laugh. <laughs> well, um, yeah, well, they have to be durable and lightweight. So if the kids are swinging them around and, you know, play fighting, yeah. probably because, you know, you, uh, I... Um, even in my twenties, you give me a prop sword and that's the end of that sword. So, Oh, for you know, sure. It's, I'm, it's just I'm a goes. big child with them. That's, I think that might be why I don't make swords a lot. Cause I'm like a sword and I just, yeah. And away you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you actually, um, in addition to foam, you have a 3d printer now. I do. Um, I just got one changer. I hope so. I'm still learning. Um, I actually just had to repair it because I poked a little hole in it. So I'm learning as I go. Um, I'm not sure entirely what it's going to be for Geek Ethos right now. It's just Jess likes to make shiny things. <laughs> um, but like I made a, a rock lobster and had the rock's face and then the rest of it looked like a lobster body for my brother-in-law. And it's the most ridiculous thing you've ever seen in your life. But oh, the I, I saw print, that. I like yeah, that. Yeah, it was pretty entertaining. So, But I'm I'm hoping to use it for like those small like delicate pieces that really just make your costume pop um i was at a, a comic con and i had a, a panel i was doing at OzCon, and the guy and one of the guys in there and i were talking about making stuff with foam and and 3d printing kind of being cheating and and i still have a hard time with with 3d printers because i'm like oh, i want to do it myself it gets to the point where you're like but you have the tools and capability to make it look professional Mm -hmm. why wouldn't you use them? So I struggle with that a little bit of, of wanting it to have that, like all my dice towers are completely handmade and all my costumes are completely handmade. Everything I've given to you, I hand make it. It just, it's a bit of a struggle to take that away and be like, it will look better if you, you use this, if that makes sense. But they're so cool right now. So um, I could, I could see, um, I could see that, you know, opening doors and being a way to like blend different things. And of mm -hmm. course, you, you know, it's just a completely new avenue to create. Yeah. Um, but I, I really love just the attention to detail and I can't imagine, you know, some of the pieces that you make, they're so unique. They must take a while to not just the concept, but to, you know, get all that, those little details and paint and everything. Um, I know um, a little bit from firsthand, I've got, I'm working on some pieces for Havoc. Um, in addition to the ones that you've, you've made for me, um, I, I'm doing a headpiece and mm -hmm. that, that was a good afternoon just to like figure out how that would even like look on the, uh, on the, um, the cowl that I have for it. I'm like, for sure. And I, I do have it and it's, it's getting there, but I still have like a lot of like, I don't know. It's um, I probably have to sand it down a bit just to make it look a little bit sharper and then paint it. And it's just like all these steps. And you mentioned OzCon and um, I know that you, you had a demo at the con and you went through um, you went through like the, the basics for um, foam making and armor. Mm -hmm. And I was just going to ask you um, if uh, there were any like top tips that came from the demo from a lot of the questions that you might get along the way from cosplayers who are 
trying to do their own foam building. I like to do, I've done that demo a couple times now, and I kind of just bring everything out. Like, here's what I've started with basics because you get people that, that know what they're doing. And then I'll throw in a couple things, but I, you also get a lot of people that are like, I want to make things and I don't know where to start. So I usually start with here's, here's the minimum you need. And then here's the next layer of what you need, because obviously you're only as good as the tools that you have. And, and as you get into it a little bit more, you start getting fancier and fancier tools and toys to play with. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, I usually start them on like, you need foam, you need a sharp utility knife and you need, you need barge because barge is, is life. If you're playing with foam. Yes. Barge is very, uh, very useful. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> I just never I, have enough. Yes. There's like just mass produced barge over and over. I've been on a big kick of the, the foam clay stuff. It's just so cool of the details that you can add and the mistakes that you can fix with that foam clay. It's pretty great. Yes. Yes. I just cracked open a bucket of it um, last weekend. And I was really amazed at at just like the pliability and like Mm -hmm. the shaping and it just goes right back to where it needed to be. So um, I ended up um, just doing a little bit of a 3d button and it, you know, like you could smash it down a bunch of times. Yeah. It's really, really easy to work with. (laughs) It's really cool stuff. And then if you, I mean, all you have to do is put a little bit of water on it to make it stick and you can smooth it out with water too. So it's, it's very accessible for everybody. That's what I use for the face on the Castle of Skull Dice Towers is, is I just sculpted out of clay. I've got a larger cosplay commission that I'm thinking that, that we're finishing up, but it's going to be Daishi off of Power Rangers. And it is like very, very elaborate, but it's got a giant, it's very big. I'm, I'm a little intimidated by it, but also like it, it excites me. So I'm like, Ooh, I want to try it. Um, but the chest piece is like the, the big lion head. And, uh, so I'm, I'm curious how that one's going to go for me because it's not just a small face on a Pringle scan. It's a, an entire chest piece. Oh, I can't We're leveling up. That is yeah. really cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, I love, I love the dice holders, super detailed, I mean, it's just, they're just fun. Like it's, it's, um, it's just a really great, like, especially with like Catan, cause there's so many pieces and there's so much going on with, with the game. I mean, it's like this whole universe of things that you can do with the game. I mean, it's just, and they keep making more, um, but yes. yeah, having something to organize that that's also kind of cool. <laughs> um, it's just really, um, really um, amazing. And you do a really wonderful job with your booth too. Well, and uh, sorry to be such a fanboy, but uh, really uh, it just... is like making my whole month. So you just, you just call me once a week and we'll get our fixes and we can talk about how great we are and it'll be, it'll be good. Well, um, you, you flattered me as well um, in, in your comments when we were kind of going back and forth about some of the phone, because you said like, you were like, you sound like you could probably do a lot of this on your own. And I'm like, no, I just, I'm just faking it. Like you're you knew <laughs> what you're talking about. You've had me fooled. I was like, yeah, he, he knows what he's doing. Why are you making me do it? um yeah I'm I'm a super beginner I can kind of like I kind of get it like I'm learning yeah Um, but yeah it's like it's it's a lot of starting over again and again for me so and I think um that's really important for people to know too it's like if you don't get it the first time and I do have a couple podcasts coming out be comfortable experimenting a little bit you know you you go if you go through some foam like it's not the end of the world it's a few dollars and you can you can remake it and you can learn from from that experience like don't be afraid of it I think that was a lot of things I had to overcome I was kind of afraid that I was just gonna like screw it all up yeah then I'm like eh, you know start with um start with pattern and work from there because start with a pattern always start with a pattern that's that's my biggest probably thing and there's so many awesome patterns 
it's to the point where if you want to make it and there's not a pattern, like that's kind of weird. Like, why is there not a pattern? For example, um, I made a gender bend Xena warrior princess costume. And I was like, I I'm old and I love Xena. She was like the best. And um, so that's what I was going to, I'm going to be for Halloween. And I'm like, Oh, I'll, just, oh. I'll make that. I can't seem to find a pattern. So I'm going to have to make that one up. So we'll see how that goes. But for the most part, I I've, there's so many wonderful patterns out there and everyone's really generous with their, with their pricing or with their advice with them. So there's almost anything you want to make, except for all the things that you send me, Scott, I have to make that up. So, <laughs> well, um, yeah, I have, I probably have more, um, coming up. So, um, I guess the things that have been keeping me from finishing cosplays, um, yeah. motivating me behind the scenes to kind of, just take the next step and be like, okay, you know, let's, um, I'm getting a lot of help here from Jess. So why don't I just, you know, do, do the, um, finish the details, get this done, check these off and let's, you know, let's start really, you know, making contact with these things. Cause I want to get your name out there too. I want to say, Hey, you know, Jess made these things like, look Dude, how I awesome appreciate you. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> I would like to talk about a few uh, more recent requests that you've had from the community besides myself. Um, you did some art, um, you know, I'm going to just totally kill this name, but artis- um, Artemisa, Artemisia, Artemisia. I spines. think so. I'm terrible um, about it too. <laughs> Um, you did some spines not too long ago. Um, Those were so fun. Michelle's a blast to work with. Yeah, from Michelle. And I thought they just looked fantastic. Thanks. Of course, she's, she's such a pro when it comes to cosplays and just being able to, to craft and she's so good with wigs and things. So it always, Oh, she looked amazing in her pictures that she posted. I would love to see it in person. She looks so good. Just seems like it's just super challenging and just all of the the little pieces and little things that you come up with. I did want to spend a little bit of time talking about Havoc, just how, um, how all that came together. Cause we, I, I gave you, I guess I gave you a few different references and um, you kind of went with it. And I know I was a little bit more, I was a little bit more disorganized with that one than I was with Dr. Fate. Cause I really <laughs> knew I was like, this is what I want for Dr. Yeah. Fate. Um, but with Havoc, I was like, well, he's drawn probably 20 different ways. Um, it's really yeah. hard to tell where this chess piece goes and what it does. And I, I didn't give you a ton of direction on it. I just, I kind of just knew that, you'd be able to um, make the disc look really cool. And, you know, I knew that the belt would work out and I knew that the, the gauntlets would look really cool. And I was taking that actually just from the figurine that I found uh, of a later version of him. It's not even, um, it's kind of like an alternate universe version of Havoc that I used for some of the pieces, um, but still calling back a little bit to um, to the Claremont era yeah. um, with um, just the overall appearance of him. But I do like, I guess I had to try and make it a little bit more realistic, but um, I didn't want it to be like the um, X-Men First Class where it, it looks like a speaker. Yeah. So it was a really hard balance to, to come across. Uh, the other piece, which I have, which I'd like to share, really cool looking thing. And you just like, I can't, I was just blown away when I opened it. I'm like, wow, that looks, I mean, you side by side, it is exactly the way it looks in the comics, the Siege Perilous. That it was Destiny, really fun to make. Um, yeah. Would you, would you mind um, maybe talking us through a little bit about? Yeah, of course. Um, so I just measured the bottom. I, that's two pieces of 10 mil. I put in, like I, I did a, a layer on the top and then I added some of that foam clay to add the extra pops of, of depth. And then the, the ones on the end are just like 
I think they're six or eight mil and then just dremeled them to shape because they had a really unique shake with the with the things that pop off the side. So I wanted to make sure and highlight that for you. How do you get it to dry? Um, the, the clay foam, does it just It'll cure in, in it, yeah, just leave it alone and it'll cure in 24 hours and then you can even sand it. Oh, just pretty. Yeah. Then you can really get it to blend in well. And it, yeah, it just came out great. I like it's, it's got like a nice weathered look to it, which is just perfect. I think that's the first um, one I've painted for you too. Yes. Yeah. I've, um, I've been trying to do, do as much of my own as I can. I didn't want to burden you with all of these. Like, well, no. Like and if you, if you're good at painting, them. I'm always happy to pawn off the painting. That's my least favorite part. So, um, but you do prime everything, I do. Um, which is, which is really helpful. Like that's half the battle. Um, having the undercoat already done. So then it's just applying coats. And mm -hmm. um, in theory, that that sounds like it works really easily, but um, I still have to figure out like how I'm going to um, airbrush, like if I'm going to airbrush the gauntlets or I'm going to like paint them or what. Yeah. what but <laughs> anyways, do you, I guess, as we, as we come to the, as we come to the end and just um, again, thank you so much for all of your help and work on this little Inferno Saga project that, that is um, kind of going on in the background this season and will come out later this year. Um, we'll definitely be shouting you out for all of the help and work that you've done Appreciate with, with the props and the costumes. And yeah, I, I would really um, hope that we have um, at least a few more projects <laughs> coming up in the future. Um, but do you, um, do you have any uh, future projects that you'd like to talk about? Um, cons coming up uh, this year, next year that you might want to mention? Yeah, um, we are currently actually working on a website. We're being big kids and getting our own website. So um, trying to get a little bit off Etsy as we can, as they increase their prices for what they charge us to be on there. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, so we're working on that right now. I'm trying to pick up a summer show here in Missouri. Uh, we talked about maybe doing one in Arkansas. Um, mm -hmm. nothing, nothing concrete. Our next one will be uh, just a fall festival in Fairgrove in Missouri. Um, and then probably we'll do vision con, which is a Springfield con next year. Um, trying to work our way up a little bit. OzCon was an excellent show for us to kind of get our feet wet. Um, it was in West Plains, Missouri. So it's a smaller show. Um, but the, but vision con will be a big jump for us if we can pull that one. So that's kind of our goal. I really have enjoyed the cons. I, way more than I thought I would like it's just so wonderful to talk with people and and geek out with them to be honest and and try to I had several people come up and pick up I like to make even the the unpainted bracers like that are on my Etsy site I make those for for cons and it's just so cool people coming up and they're like this is just what I needed and they love that they're not painted because then they can make them look like whatever they need them to look like if they need to be blue or they need to be silver <laughs> just meeting people and, and making something exactly what they want is so rewarding and, and it's just nice to be out there. So I definitely want to add more cons and, and start branching out. It's just, it's just, I'm still kind of new and nervous. So I, I think it's, it's hard to pony up that much money for, to, for the vendor fee without oh. scaring me off a little bit. Cause they're, they're, they're pricey for sure. So yeah, booths are not cheap. Oh, no, <laughs> not, not at, at all. all. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's, I mean, um, I just doing this for obviously um, my job, um, like set up and take down and then coming up with just all of the like arranging everything in the booth and making sure that 
everything is, um, you know, not it, the things that aren't nailed down are staying in the booth where they need to be, you know, it's just like the yeah. thing and stuff like that. Like there's just all these little things that you have to think about when you're doing it. And it could be kind of stressful to, to do the setup and the takedown. And then, yeah, it's expensive. <laughs> to, it, it really um, to is. Cause you're space. like, well, that just made that dice tower negative $400. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, yes, definitely. I'm sure that, that many people appreciate you being there and just all the expertise that you have with everything that you do. And just really the, the wow factor when they come past you and just see all of these amazing things that you build all the, all the props, weapons, the um, full suits that you've created. Um, as time has gone on, I'm sure that it's only going to get cooler and more detailed and better so. um, as, as the years pass. So, oh, for sure. And of course, um, where can we find you and how can we support you online? Yeah, um, I'm on Facebook. I'm on Instagram at just Geekethos. Um, the website will be geekethos.com. So pretty easy to remember. And then I have an Etsy store as well. Uh, it's a little barren right now as I've been working on Percy Jackson and then we had the con so don't have a lot of inventory right now which is a good problem to have but we've got a little bit of a break now so I can start building some stuff back up. Just a really fantastic person in this space someone who is always there to help cosplayers out with things and of course just does such a great job creating and realizing all of these visions and all of these wonderful pieces that these comic book characters and anime characters and everything um I, I don't see a limit to, to what you create, so it's fantastic. Thanks, man. You're a treasure. <laughs> well, thank you so much for being here today. And yeah. friends, um, thank you for listening and for watching. Uh, this has been the Cosplay Sanctuary with YouTube Post saying bye-bye, everybody.